and welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast packed with stuff to do. In this week's episode, Dan is chatting to Darts' Luke Littler. Now, he is the current World Youth Champion, the current Bahrain Masters Champion, and is the youngest player to have won a match in two World Darts Championships. That's plus something that you can do at home. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a presenter doing something awesome. And Dan got to chat to someone very special recently. You might have heard of Luke Littler. He is a world champion darts player, and here's what happened when they caught up. You're listening to Fun Kids, and right now we are joined by the sporting sensation of 2024, and we're only a couple of months in, the current Bahrain Masters champion, the youngest player to reach the World Darts Championships final in his debut tournament there, just 17 years old, Luke the Nuke Littler. Luke, thank you so much for being there. Uh, how are you? I'm all good. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. I need to ask you, uh, when did you first realise that you were better than most other people at darts? Because you've been playing since you were pretty young. Do you remember the moment? Uh, I don't really remember picking up my magnetic dartboard. That's what my mum and dad said. We were in, in like a shop and I just picked up a magnetic dartboard and on it went from there. But I think it was when I was about 10, 11, I went into the pubs into pub leagues and stuff and then I was just like playing three, four times a week and then the practice paid off and then I've got good. It's wild, isn't it? Because whenever I've played with my dad's mates at darts and I sometimes hit, hit a lucky treble, they're always very annoyed. What what were people in darts leagues like being probably beaten by you when you were 10? I don't really remember it, but I don't think they'd be too pleased when a 10-year-old's rocking up and beating them but that's literally where it started from the pub leagues and obviously the St. Helens Darts Academy as well and then as I got older I couldn't enter the bigger competitions like JDC and stuff. Well, and and now you're playing in the Premier League right and that's every week and you're travelling all over the place. You won in Bahrain recently, you made it to the final over in the Netherlands. How is the travel affecting playing darts because this is so new for you? It doesn't really affect any of us because we know that we travel down the day before the Thursday. So we have enough time to check in and have the night to ourselves and then wake up in the morning and do what whatever they do. Breakfast, dinner, and then you go to the venue and practice. But that's pretty much it. And life... I must have changed so much since December when you were smashing the World Starts Championships. What's been the biggest surprise for you over the last few months? I don't really know. It's just been, it's all been crazy. <laughs> um, it's like there was paparazzi outside my house and then as soon as I come home, they're not there. So it's just, and then when I'm getting off flights and walking out the airport, there's paparazzi there as well. But that's pretty much it. We've still living in the same house. Nothing's going to change us. Have you got many grand plans? Because this has happened so young for you, 17 years old, have you got like an idea of where you want to be in five years, in 10 years, maybe even like when you want to move house, when you want to settle down? Any idea about any of that? I've not really thought about it. Obviously, my mum and dad would, would like a bigger house and I think we do need a bigger house. But yeah, moving on with the darts, there's just, I don't really set any goals for myself. I just see what where my darts go each week. And because of your success this year, there's been such a rise in young people picking up darts for the first time, like you with your magnetic dartboard, and we'll have loads listening to this. So I wonder if you have any uh, advice 
for them starting to play darts because they won't be as good as you straight away. What do they need to do, Luke? I would say practice. I don't do much because I think it's all come from when I went into the first COVID, the first lockdown when I was doing four to five hours a day. It was nonstop every day. And then when the online darts got better, there was competitions every week, every day, each Saturday and through the week. So I would just advise people to practice and find the the right way to the dart, the right stem length and the right shape of your flight. And and how is what you're doing changing? Because I read that you hadn't really picked up a dart between the final in January and then playing in the Bahrain in the darts. And I would imagine that the people who have been playing on the circuit for much longer than you are constantly there. They're constantly practiced, but you're not doing any of that. How much are you thinking about changes you might need to make down the line? I just do what I need to do. And I do what I need to do to keep myself comfortable and just let my arm loosen, just loosen it up a bit. But if guys practice for four or five hours like I was doing, then that's what they do. That's what they're comfortable with. I'm comfortable with an hour, an hour and a half. And I know that you've been busy not just playing darts, but helping to come up and design darts, right? You've got a new set out. Tell us about that range. Uh, yeah, it's called the um, Loadout Range. It's just another set of my darts. Obviously, the Pixel Gripper, £102. So these these ones are £50, a cheaper set, but it's still the, the same tungsten and the same gram and same weight. Yeah, there's other darts as well. There's like even um, thicker ones that are very cheap for the up-and-coming kids. So there's plenty of options of my sales and obviously loads of other people's sales. And, and talking about games... I know you love your FIFA, right? Talk me through your ultimate team. What have you got going on? <laughs> I have done some changes. I've got Icon, Team of the Year Icon, Petacek and Gold, Company and Virgil van Dijk at the back. Team of the Year, is it Mentions, Trent? Flashback Alfonso Davies on the left, left back. And then I've gone the Flashback Bruno with Michael Essien. And then I've got the Team of the Year Mentions, Musiala. That was about 300k on the left. I've got Henri is striker, Kane's team here mentioned at centre forward and then I need a right mid. Man United, they're starting to pick up. Uh, I know that you're a huge fan and I've seen pictures of you with Sir Alex Ferguson and stuff like that. In the summer, who do you want to sign? Who, who's the player that Man United need? Oof. Options, options. <laughs> well, you've just seen Lissandro Martinez. He's got another injury. He's picked up another knee injury. And... Obviously, Varane, he's getting old now. The the legs look like they're, they're going on him. But I'd love to see, we were interested in Tadebo from Nice. And we were also interested in Ronald Araujo from Barcelona. But yeah, I think I think it's just centre-back. I'm happy, I'll, I'll be happy with Shaw and then Malassia comes back from injury. And then Wan-Bissaka and Dallo on the right. So we've got options. And obviously the midfield, Casemiro, Bruno, Mainu, And then you've got Ericsson and Mount for backup and... McTominay for backup as well. So, but I would like uh, I would like to see a striker next to Hoyland, but his confidence is very high at the minute. So at the minute, we don't need one. No, and it all looks like it's going pretty well if Onana can actually hold on to the ball. Well, listen, Luke, the nuke, Lila, thank you so much, and best of luck, mate. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Dehan. Now for something you can do at home. Today, we're aiming for bullseyes of a craft that'll keep you entertained for hours. A DIY dartboard game. 
Darts is a classic game that requires skill and precision. Today, we're bringing the thrill of dart throwing into your living room with this crafty twist. You'll need a large piece of cardboard, a ruler, a pencil, different coloured markers or paints, scissors, a stapler or tape, and balloons. If you're ready to test your aim and have some fun, gather these materials and let's get started. Step 1. Begin by drawing a large circle on the cardboard to represent the dartboard. Use a ruler to divide the circle into equal sections, just like a traditional dartboard. Step 2. Colour each section of the dartboard of different colours using markers or paints. Remember to include the bullseye in the centre. On to step 3. Once the dartboard is coloured, cut out the circle from the cardboard. And in step 4, inflate several balloons to different sizes and colours. These will serve as the darts for your game. Time for step 5. Hang the cardboard dartboard on a wall using a stapler or tape, making sure it's secure. And the final step, step 6. Take turns throwing the balloons at the dartboard, aiming for the highest scoring sections. Keep track of your points and see who can score the most bullseyes. Well done, Dartmasters! You've crafted your very own DIY dartboard game. Ready to test your aim and have a blast with friends and family. Thanks, Georgia. And just like that, we're done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been the podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.